Before we get started with the entertainment news today, we have to give a big shout out to our boy Mike Bloomberg, who wasted over half a billion dollars to get publicly dragged and made to look like an absolute buffoon multiple times, only to go on and win a few delegates from American Samoa before completely dropping out of the race. A place most Americans don't even realize is ours. Yeah, so way to go, Mike Bloomberg. Else I'll give him a big round of applause because, hey, at the very least, his $600 million failed presidential campaign proved that at, at least right now, you can't just straight up buy an election. Mmm, big gay ice cream is the best. Worth a try, though. Yeah, sure. I mean, when you're worth, what is it, 160 or 60 billion? I think he's 60 billion. You know, uh, it's dropping the bucket. It was basically people were saying it was if uh, like the average American went out and bought a video game they didn't like. And they yeah. were like, oh, damn it. Ah, geez. Well, on to the next one, I guess. Yeah. Also, way more young people need to vote. I'm serious. What the hell are you guys doing? Yeah. Get out of the fucking, get out of your gamer bed. <laughs> Walk down to the polling place. fucking vote. Yeah. Stand in line. You're the least susceptible to facing the the more extreme effects of the coronavirus. So you should be dominating the polls. Yeah, old people should be the ones staying home. What yeah. are you guys doing? The Biden voters should be the ones being like, well, <laughs> oh, I probably shouldn't go out today. I guess I should probably just stay home. Mm-hmm. So sort your shit out. Let's fight for people we don't know. Yes. Come on. But uh, speaking of the coronavirus, yes, here we go again, guys. We are sorry, but this shit is it's literally spreading like wildfire. A thing we are all too familiar with here yeah. in the state of California. Yeah. And it's dominating the news cycle and it's affecting literally every possible facet of our everyday lives. This is just going to be how it is for a while. Maybe for the foreseeable future. Maybe a long while. Yeah. Because the entire planet is reacting to it like we're all a part of some dystopian Fine Brothers movie. Yeah. The Earth reacts. <laughs> Badly. Badly reacts yeah. to it. Some, someone consider maybe overreacting to it, but I don't know. I'm not a health expert. It does seem like shit's getting crazy. So what's the latest? Well, the gigantic electronic dance music festival, Ultra Miami, that has officially been canceled. Done. And there are rumors that Coachella could be next. I would bet money on it. Yeah, I would. I was saying at the very least, there's going to be a lot of artists that completely drop out. Yeah. I, I, this is going to be a very interesting one to watch because, I mean, just Ultra Miami also has... Millions and millions of dollars on the line. Coachella. Yeah. A lot of people are going to lose a lot of money on this if they cancel it. But, uh, but you... those people are pretty bad people, so you shouldn't worry oh, about Oh, the them. head of Golden Voice is an yeah, asshole. Yeah, the head of Golden Voice is a fucking terrible person. I hope he loses all of it on uh, Coachella yeah. this year. Yeah, I mean, you feel bad for people that are missing out on Coachella, but it's like, are, is Golden Voice going to risk being an epicenter for a corona outbreak in Southern California or bite the bullet and just end the whole festival? It's going to be crazy to watch. Now, E3 is currently up in the air as organizers have been meeting to actually figure out some sort of strategy or reaction to it. And uh, also, major sporting events might be starting to go towards broadcast-only mode, which is... So weird. You can only watch on TV, and there will be no fans allowed in the stadium during matches. No home field advantage, outside of weather, I guess. So yeah, entertainment, along with air travel, tech, and pretty much every other industry is on the verge of being completely fucked because of this dumbass virus. Yeah, I mean, Comic-Con is later in the summer. Yeah. They've got some breathing room, but if you're going to get sick at any convention, you're most likely to get sick at fucking San Diego Comic-Con because... You're crammed in like sardines. Yeah, they, they, they sell too many tickets. It's literally just that. Like, you, you're getting coughed on. Yeah, I was reading against... a, a lot of other stuff, too. It's like, it, it's less... 
It's less terrible at sporting events because you're in an open area. Mm -hmm. uh, the seating capacity is well-defined with fire regulation and stuff like that. Uh, the more unsafe areas to be are very enclosed spaces. Yeah. A lot of people like subways. Planes. Airplanes, yeah. yeah. Buses. Movie theaters. Movie theaters. And speaking yeah. of movie theaters, on the movie industry side of things, uh, well, it's pretty safe to assume that anything released into theaters over the next few months will almost certainly suffer some sort of box office pummeling thanks to the people who just don't want to be in enclosed spaces with dozens, if not hundreds, of other people possibly sick people. Mm, yeah. It's actually a great time to release a shitty movie if you're a studio. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's true. And then you can just blame it all. Blame all of the problems with it. Oh, the, the box office was piss poor because of the coronavirus. I mean, yeah. Ah, oh, man, it's too bad. It's too bad this movie didn't get a chance to... Yeah, really. ...really have a It didn't get a, a long runway because of that damn coronavirus. Yeah, but uh, I mean, the new Harrison Ford uh, dog movie that just came out, Call of the Wild, it performs so poorly that it looks like it's going to lose the studio $50 million. But... It's no one's fault but the disease. Yeah, apparently the movie sucked. <laughs> yeah, they, it apparently sucked. It looks like <laughs> shit, but that doesn't matter because the studio can just chalk it up to the corona scare during the quarterlies. What could you do? Listen, investors, you all know what's going on. You haven't been going into work. You've been telecommuting. Yeah. I mean, you're sending your employees in, but you know. Dog movie would have been a big hit. Everyone, everyone was all talking about how much they wanted to see this movie. Yeah. And then as soon as the coronavirus comes around, they're all like, well, I guess I just can't go see it. Yeah, everyone was just like, oh, man, I want to see Call of the Wild. That dog does not look CGI at all. No. It doesn't look like a fucking terrible 90s-era CGI dog. It looks great, and I want yeah. to see it, but can't see it. I mean, this excuse, it also bodes well for the, uh, the new Mutants Oh, film. my God, that still hasn't come out. It's finally being released uh, just about a month from now on April 3rd after being bumped down to a PG-13 rating uh, after being marketed as rated R for a while. They filmed that in, like, 2014 or some shit. <laughs> it, it has been reshot. It's been re-edited uh, multiple times. The release date's been moved around multiple times. So the studio, I, if we're being honest, kind of lucked out by having this thing come out in April. They can just blame everything on the fact that people are scared to go to the movie yeah. theaters. And the same goes for shit like Bloodshot, My Spy, and Ben Affleck's The Way Back. All of these would have been <laughs> massive successes. Of course. Yeah. Of course. This is not anyone's fault. It was those damn Chinese that did it. Yeah. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, movies that you would hopefully assume would be good are already shifting their release dates to attempt to avoid the potential low box office numbers of the situation. It was announced earlier this week that the latest James Bond film, No Time to Die, has officially been moved from its original release date of April 10th all the way back to November 25th yeah. in order to hopefully allow the film to bring in as many eyeballs as possible, both here and abroad. In a statement submitted to Deadline, quote, MGM, Universal and Bond producers Michael G. Wilson and Barbara Broccoli what a fun name. announced today that after careful consideration and thorough evaluation of the global theatrical marketplace, the release of No Time to Die will be postponed until November 2020. The film will be released in the UK on November 12th, 2020, with worldwide release dates to follow, including the US launch on November 25th, 2020. Now, what's weird about this is, uh, according to the weather patterns and experts, the virus has less of a chance to survive in hot weather, mm -hmm. warm weather. Uh, but then everyone says, like, yeah, of course, it might, you know, be reduced in numbers during the summertime. But then it might also come back again when it starts getting cold out. And all they've done is just move it to another uh, time of the year when it could still be very prevalent. Yeah, interesting choice. 
Uh, anyways, uh, this is obviously a huge move considering it's a direct reaction to this virus, and it honestly makes us pretty curious about whether or not other studios will follow suit. Uh, Disney has both Milan and Black Widow set to be released soon. Uh, Fast and Furious 9's coming out. Uh, the new SpongeBob movie's coming out. Wonder Woman 1984, they're all around the corner. Well, Mulan especially, because they're banking on China, China significantly. <laughs> and I don't think anyone's go. I don't think anyone's leaving their house in China right now. I don't think they legally can. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the video this week where like the people were uh, the government was putting speakers on people's uh, on the streets and being like you are no longer allowed to leave because they were like letting people out for a certain yeah. amount of times and I things mean, to do. Say what you will, it seems to be working. Sure, it's a lot easier to contain a disease under a like authoritarian authoritarian <laughs> government because uh, you can just say this is how things are going to be done. Yeah, and people have to do it. Have we checked so. in on the guy that drinks a lot of beer? I haven't checked in a few days, but uh, I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he seems fine. Okay, cool. I don't think he can be killed. <laughs> well, yeah. I think the actual cure for the coronavirus is somewhere I, within him. The cure for the coronavirus. Don't tell that to the Chinese government, though. The cure for the coronavirus is drinking like seven or eight different types of alcohol really fast. Some of them on fire, but with uh, a single egg yolk in one of them. How could anything live? And then a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All in all, we might need to prepare for a very boring next few months. And now it's it's kind of even more of a shame that Cyberpunk 2077 was pushed back because I'm pretty sure we could all use a, a good time sink and escape from reality right now. Yeah. You could have saved yeah. us all. But hey, at least you have us. Yeah. Finally, our time to shine and scoop up all the attention that people would be spending on movies and going to things like concerts and sporting events. Stay safe, folks. Just, just watch us. Yeah, just watch us play games from the comfort of your incubation chamber, a.k.a. your bedroom that, of course, has a gamer bed in it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, keep enjoying pornography. We know you do. Yeah. We'll just keep doing it. It appears there are certainly no signs of that industry slowing down because of the outbreak. Uh, in the past few days, we've already talked about how porn is keeping us both safe and occupied during this whole thing. And now it looks like people are even getting horny for the coronavirus. Because, yes, there's coronavirus-based porn now. And it's apparently doing very well. Just like how the movie Contagion is performing very well on streaming platforms and Plague, Inc. was doing very well until China banned it. Well, it's, there's something uh, weirdly comforting. Of You start being like, I don't know, am I going to die? It's 50-50. You watch Contagion, you play Plague, Inc. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to die. Yeah. That helps. At least someone's giving you some answers. Yeah. Now, specifically, uh, this coronavirus porn, there's one video called Body Cam Footage CDC Agent Investigates Deserted Wuhan, uh, which is an erotic film shot from the perspective of the CDC agent who's walking through the Wuhan province in China, uh, where this specific strand of the coronavirus is believed to have originated. Then, this person is stopped by a young woman in a hospital gown who pounces on him, pulls his penis from that hazmat suit, and gives him the ride of his now potentially reduced life. Does she rub a little uh, hand sanitizer on his dick before going to town? <laughs> no, just they go around with the spray bottles. Yeah. Uh, anyways, according to a report from Motherboard, quote, a search for coronavirus on Pornhub returns 112 videos with titles like MILF in coronavirus quarantine gets hard fucked for medicine and, quote, coronavirus patients fuck in quarantine room. The article continues, on X-Hamster, there are only four within that search term, and at least one is an older, reposted video of people doing nurse role play with face masks. Fake! But according to X-Hamster spokesperson Alex Hawkins, following an offer last month to provide free premium accounts to regions severely affected by coronavirus, the overwhelming surge in signups outpaced X-Hamster's ability to approve new accounts. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. As far as the couple behind that first video that we spoke about, they said in a statement to the outlet, 
I think people are getting attracted to COVID-19 themed porn the same way people who are scared of their shadow are attached to horror movies. We are all searching for things that make us come alive. COVID-19 is something that brings fear and mystery to pretty much everyone in the world right now. You need to be able to feel something. And what better way to make you feel something than the global crisis we're all in right now? <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. And apparently, apparently there's also people using coronavirus porn videos to educate users who might not otherwise be aware of the proper protocols that you need to follow in order to keep your safe, yourself safe from the spread. Quote, in COVID-19, coronavirus horny slut has to use protection during outbreak. Performer Little Squirtle skips into her front door, kicks off her shoes, and shouts, Daddy, I'm home, and so horny. Her partner, Chase Pounder, emerges from the hallway wearing a face mask, his hands stuck out to stop her. Wait, don't you move a foot closer. Haven't you heard of COVID-19? He proceeds to give her a 30-second PSA on coronavirus with concision the CDC could envy. On the state of the coronavirus outbreak in China, the purpose of masks, and why they should use protection during sex. So once again, porn saves us all. Thumbs up. Anyways, yeah, once again, we should remind you that uh, the coronavirus uh, and how rapidly it's spreading, it's all bad. But apparently a ton of people will get it and not even know it because for a lot of people out there, it will just kind of flow through you like the common cold. Yeah. The problem is inadvertently spreading it to people with weak immune systems. Uh, everything seems like an overreaction, but who the hell are we to say that these precautions are ridiculous, taken by multiple industries, including the entertainment industry? Uh, are they going are too, they going far? too yeah. far? Ah, eh. Better safe than sorry, I guess. And in the meantime, you got your games, your porno, your YouTube. You're all set to weather this thing out with us. Yeah. Anyways, moving on, we got to talk about Batman's badass midlife crisis oh. reveal. <laughs> yeah, the wife left me, but... Uh, <laughs> I took on a little project out in the garage. And... He said it was me or the car. Yeah. And damn it, I finally finished fixing it. Yep. Yeah. No, seriously, this thing is pretty badass. I, mean, I love it. We are completely on board with uh, where they're going with this. As you'll remember, the first actual official reveal from uh, director Matt Reeves' Twitter account was pretty great. It was a couple of shots of the suit. Everyone kind of liked it. Yeah. Uh, and then there were some set photo leaks of a stuntman riding a motorcycle in a beefed up version of the bat suit that uh, weren't so great. Yeah. He looked way more like Ben Affleck than Robert Pattinson, uh, and the extra padding all over the suit made it look bulk bulky and stupid. The bike itself, also nothing really to write home about either. Yeah, but then, on Wednesday of this week, Matt Reeves gave us the first look at the new Batmobile, and it is dope as fuck. Mm -hmm. It's got a great vintage muscle car feel to it. It's got some obvious design enhancements, but it's, it's not over the top at all. It's subtle. You're going to see a lot of people building this car in real life. Yeah, and I'm here for it. An old uh, Mustang Mach 1 and uh, yeah. add some uh, yeah, some visual enhancements to it. You don't have to really do much. Yeah, it's subtle, it's believable, it's not a fucking tank. Like, it looks like something one guy and his butler might be able to put together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems like something Batman would drive in his earlier years before he went full fucking tech bro. Yeah. So we love it. And uh, can't wait to see more of it, especially when they decide to show off some video of this thing because we definitely want to hear what it sounds like when he steps on the gas. Listen to that baby purr. <laughs> and yeah, a lot of people are mocking this thing by saying it looks, and they're right. They're saying, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not wrong. They're yeah. saying it looks like it belongs in the Fast and Furious universe. Um, but you know what? Uh, shut up, who cares? It's time for Batman to have a muscle car instead of a rocket ship with wheels or a gigantic two lane wide tank. We're excited for him. Yes. I mean, this might not be a popular thing to say, but uh, I think all of the 90s Batmobiles look ridiculous in hindsight. 
Yeah, kind of. I mean, the like '60s the, one looks awesome. Yeah, the '60s one's great. The uh, the I really like the first Tim Burton one, but after that, it goes completely bonkers. But even the Tim Burton one is like it's a rocket with wheels yeah. on. What's the turning radius on that thing? Not very good. I, I mean, would it imagine. gets to an intersection. It's just like, oh, yes. God, doing like ten point turns. Also, they're all ridiculously long. Yeah, way too long. Yeah, the ones in the, the and the Joel- Nolan ones, it's it's a tank. Yeah, he's driving. It's a cool. Tank. It's functional. It's grounded. Uh, I like the motorcycle good. in that one. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then the, the Joel Schumacher Batmobiles were like, fucking like Baja Blast Gatorade <laughs> bottles with wheels. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm, I'm, this is refreshing. This I is like nice it. to see, yes. Now, speaking of DC films, it was announced recently that James, Gunn ver- James Gunn's version of The Suicide Squad, titled The Suicide Squad, has officially completed filming. The film, which is not a remake, also not a reboot, and not quite a sequel, uh, it'll star Idris Elba, John Cena, Taika Waititi, Pete Davidson, Nathan Fillion, and uh, plenty more, in addition to a few returning cast members from the previous version, Joel Kinnaman, Jai Courtney, Viola Davis, and Margot Robbie. Not sure at all how they're going to mesh the two visual aesthetics, considering how vastly different Gunn's characters look based on leaked set photos, but uh, whatever, therein lies the challenge. Yeah. So in a statement regarding the film wrapping production, we found out um, incredibly sad news from Gunn himself, who said the following via an Instagram post. Quote, and that's a wrap on The Suicide Squad. My father died two weeks before we started filming, and my dog died two weeks before the end. It was a hard, hard time in my life, and yet the most fulfilling time I've ever had making a movie. The professionalism, talent, compassion, and kindness of this cast and crew inspired me every day. Thanks to everyone involved in this film, in every stage of development, in every department, I am grateful from the bottom of my heart for you all. You're why I make movies. No. So, so sad. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, the Suicide Squad. Again, not to the, be confused with Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Uh, it's currently scheduled to hit theaters on August 6, 2021. So by then, we'll either all be dead. Or we can or, see the movie. Or the, yeah, or we're, yeah, or we can see the movie. Yeah. Or it's going to be safe to leave our homes again. Exactly. Uh, well, let's leave you on a more positive note here. Uh, if you are indeed staying inside and gaming as much as possible, you will be thrilled to hear that earlier this week, 343 surprised everyone by dropping the PC version of the original Halo, Combat Evolved, uh, straight to Steam and Xbox PC what? Game Pass. Yep. It is out now. It's 10 bucks if you get it on Steam. Uh, if you already have PC Game Pass, it's included at no extra charge. I played uh, yesterday uh, a decent amount. And guess what? It's still a good game. Can you believe it? How does it look? Um, well, okay, so there's... You can turn on the enhanced graphics, but I really didn't notice that much yeah. of a difference in the enhanced graphics. But it's not terrible. I mean, you see games like games that are released now that have a visual aesthetic that is yeah. meant to look like this. So it's not all that jarring. Is it the same as like the Master Chief Collection version? It, so if you have the Master Chief Collection, this is automatically included. Oh, okay. But, w- but you can also buy the game separately. I see. Uh, having said that, like if you know the game, it doesn't look bad. It just looks how it did. Plus, because it's on PC, if you have even, even anything more than a potato, you can run this thing at high frame rate, and it really does look impressive. So. Aside from that, it's it's also a nice break from all the modern games where there's like 50,000 things going on. It's OG Halo. You aim and you shoot, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's great. You lunge, you stab. Yeah. It's a good it's, time. It's fun, yeah. Anyway, that's it for News Dump this week. Stay tuned for a new episode of Weekly Weird News sometime soon. Don't forget to check out our exclusive weekly podcast for our Patreon supporters and YouTube members. And if you head to the link in the description below and join our Patreon for just $5, you will instantly get access to all of our exclusive podcasts so please check that out if you can spare the money. Yeah, if you're not sending it to all the people that are involved with the campaign, they're all dropped out now. Yeah. Give us the $5. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, 
I am asking for your financial support. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, be sure to check out our most recent episode of Tech Newsday. Uh, Phil is back, and uh, he he has, you know, going after cable companies like he loves to. We yeah. talk about furniture for gamers. It was a fun one. It's a fun time. Uh, we'll see you very soon for Weekly Weird News. Bye-bye. Bye.